welcome back to another episode of Chasing Geek. This is episode two of season three. Woohoo! And so, um, here as always with me, Pint Sized Ginger, you know, Selena, and. <laughs> Okay, so yes, I will introduce myself, but I love how you were like, Selena, yay! And then I realized that like you had your Voltron apron fully on, and it, and it just made me laugh. Uh, of course, it's not a Vova. How is everybody today? Uh, yes, uh, for those who don't uh, have the... I, I told you I was going to wear it for the rest yeah, of the Yeah, but like I, was, like I was doing the layout, and like I was all focused, and so I hadn't had a chance to really like look. So, um... Earlier, before we started recording, I saw this thing over in the corner of the room under a game box. And I, it said Voltron. And I'm like, I don't know what that is, but it says Voltron. It's got <laughs> to be cool. I'm like, hey, Matt, what's that? He's like, oh, what? I'm like, this. He's like, oh, that's an apron. You can have it. I'm like, what? I totally forgot that there was anything Voltron in here. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I, yeah. I'm like, I'm going to wear this. And he obviously forgot that I said I was going to yeah, wear so it. Yeah, so when I turn around, you're like, <laughs> I was like, I laughed. Anyway, it was kind of funny. Uh, great visual. So, yes. So, anyway, this is our second episode of the third season. And, of course, like we did last week, uh, we're actually kind of, you know, focusing in on kind of one main topic. Yep. Uh, but before we get to that this week, is there anything you wanted to go into or do you want to just head straight into it? Uh, well, first off, uh, my job's still going well. Word. Still liking it. I do have a few cuts on my hands and I have some liquid Band-Aid on it. That smells faintly of uh, the you know extinct banana that they make all the can like the flavored candies, you know what they smell like. You know flavored that's an extinct. Candies. You know banana candies, how they don't taste like bananas. It's because banana. it's what is flavored. banana candy? Like laffy taffy? Like candy that's flavored like bananas. Like the tootsie roll things yeah, are like, like tootsie flavored? rolls or like the little is this banana in general shape. or is there actually a banana candy? In general. Oh, okay. I thought there was a banana no, candy. No, like... I mean, there are, like, the little candies that are shaped like bananas. Haven't you seen those? Oh, yeah, yeah. like those, the ones like that the are in, like, the little... Like, yeah. like okay. put a quarter in and spin yeah. it, which... took me a minute. It took yeah. me a minute to okay, so... <laughs> you know, okay, so... Okay, so wait, what? they're okay. made from an extinct... Yeah, so you know how they don't taste like bananas that we eat today? It's because they're flavored after a banana that is now extinct. Wow, I didn't know any of this. Oh, this is the biggest did, did what the you, fuck you moment didn't for know me. That? No, I so, have no okay. idea about did any you, of this. Did you know every banana weed is a clone? No, you're just blowing my mind right now. If I was high, yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be able to do this show anymore. Yeah, um, like because we've messed with the bananas so much. If you notice, they don't have giant seeds in them. Naturally, yeah. they have giant seeds, but because people don't like giant seeds, we've like manipulated them enough with you know cross like breeding them specific ways you know how you know hereditary and you yeah. know, don't need to go making pun at squares and stuff but um the seeds <laughs> are no longer either. viable for producing life so bananas are just clones of like each banana um and so what happened years ago is the prominent banana <laughs> There was this, I can't remember if it was a pet, some type of pest or something, but like something started attacking it. And because they were all clones of one another, that means they were all susceptible. So they went extinct. Really? Yeah. And you know, that could happen to our bananas at any time. And then they would have to like make a new banana. Wow. 
Yeah, because uh, you should look up a picture of like normal unaltered bananas. Those seeds are huge. But do they still make those? That yeah, but they're just wild. Like people don't like actually grow them for food. But like, but you can still make like you can still go grow a banana. Yeah, yeah. Like a full on regular banana. Yeah. Like that's not but extinct. It's no, but it's harder to find those. Well, yeah, but it's like yeah. there are still places that make. Yeah. Or not even make that just uh, grow. Grow wild, yeah. Grow bananas. Yeah. But they just don't sell them in like supermarkets. Yeah, because no one would buy them. It's like, what? I mean, it's kind of like seedless grapes. I love seedless grapes. You gotta grapes. think, okay, if something is seedless and seeds are how they spread and grow, how do you more grow? But I hate fucking seeds in my grapes. I know, right? And people hate seeds in their I'm bananas. the problem, damn it. Okay. <laughs> so, okay, that's... I'm the problem. Anyways, well, now, that's okay. your banana minute, so... and uh, that's all the time we have. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, for some reason, my liquid Band-Aid smells like those candies. That's where this fucking started. Okay. Yes! See? I remember... I promise that's not the topic we were going to talk about. And this about. all started because of talking about that's my job, bananas. and I get I get lots of little cuts. Prime. Okay, even though I work with literal fire and steam and saws, I get cut mostly by paper and cardboard. That's how it always happens. So, I have lots of little cuts, and because I also work with... Harsh chemicals, those burn when they get in your little cuts. Your hands look like you were changing oil, like right before. Yeah, yeah, it kind of does. Your poor hands. Yeah, I like it. My, cali- my calluses are growing again. Okay. So I like it. But, uh, oh, and I may have another project in the works soon Ooh. with some other friends. Another what? nerdy endeavor that if, I don't want to say too much in case it, like, go, but if it takes off, I, I figure, you know, we'll kind of, like, interconnect it all and stuff. Ooh, look at that. Look at yeah. that. Pie size will make it all work behind the scenes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, tr- I try. <laughs> uh, okay. So, as for me, mm-hmm. uh, I feel like I just work. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I feel well, like, you I feel got like to I see your work. mom recently. I did. She came to the town and uh, we had a good time. So, and, okay. and so, explain why that's such a big thing, though. Well, because she lives in Texas. Yeah, and, and in, we're in Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah, and so that's kind of cool. Yeah, she came into town and uh, we had a we had a really fun time. Uh, I had to work through part of it because just like I couldn't get the day off, so I had to work through some of it. But we still had a great time. That's I will. Great. I do find it funny that on so on Monday uh, is my normal day off. Mm-hmm. And so that was the last day she was here. So we actually had a day to like, because like Anissa still had to work. Yeah. But we had a day to like just, you know, just like be, you. be by ourselves Together. and just chill or whatever. Oh, and we nice. had all these plans. We were going to like go eat breakfast. And Let me guess, we you were... just stayed here and relaxed. Well, we were going to even go to Rick's. We were going to go to Comic City and go oh. all this other stuff. We did none of that. Uh, also, for those who weren't here, Monday was the day of the eclipse. Yes. Uh, which plays oh, into yeah. this story a little bit because I, so I got got to see it. We all went out. Like my manager was like, "We're all going out. Come on, let's go." She even had an extra pair of glasses for uh, me. Did you get the cloud, or did you actually get to see it? Um, I got the cloud for a good part of it, but luckily yeah. it moved just in time to like see it before it was like no longer totality. Here's you know? why I'm annoyed at the eclipse. Cloud. But well, okay, so this plays this plays into the story here. So we. 
decide she's been trying to get me to watch Rogue One for I don't know how long because I had Wait, you hadn't I hadn't what? seen it yet. Just not because of any like real reason other just than just time. not getting around to it yet. Yeah. So it hit Netflix. Just like you still haven't watched Moana, which is now on Netflix. Yeah, I know. I need to watch it. <laughs> I need to watch that. Um oh I have Shin Godzilla now and that's I gotta add that to the list. Um so so it came out on Netflix like a couple weeks before, yeah. but she was like, well, okay, you've waited this long, hold off, and we'll watch it when I get there. So, mm-hmm. okay. so then, uh, Monday, we are going to go at breakfast, but then we just ended up eating around the house. She's like, oh, let's watch Rogue One. I was like, okay. So, we watched Rogue One. It was fucking awesome, by the way. I finally, my, my year-late-ass review yeah. of it. Yeah, uh, almost fun, a great. year. Also, it was better than Force Awakens to me. So, it was clearly better. Okay. Like, not even close better. I don't fully agree with that. I say they're about equal. I think it was better. I I thought the characters amazingly I, okay, in a movie I feel that like it can't, my opinion, I feel like it couldn't be better just because of the basis one is continuing a story, one is a prequel. But I don't think that plays in the quality. No. Well, that's not a it, to me that's quality of the story. But that's like, it's just a time frame. Yeah. It doesn't affect quality. A movie can be good that's set in the past and you know the ending. Yeah. And that makes that movie better because it has to overcome you already knowing how it ends. And this movie overcame all those things and added I, little pieces yeah. in. I still think it's about equal because they were, to me, they were both fantastic. In I, one movie, they got you to like six characters and Force Awakens only had to deliver three and they failed on one oh, because Finn so is this, just okay. I... <laughs> And Poe is just okay. Going to ignore that. Um, so one of my problems, though, with Rogue One is I could barely remember anyone's names. It's like... Like Chirrut and I couldn't remember Cassian it. and like... I didn't look, I, okay, other than K2SO, because I mean... Who was good. You can, it's voiced by Alan Tudor. He doesn't steal the movie, though, um, like I thought he would. But, okay, other than... Jin and um see this is how much their it's, name yeah. stuck in my Cassian. Um I just said his name. The captain. Like <laughs> those, their names, I'm like you I don't remember your name, I'm sorry. Well I mean look, I get that to a degree because it's a lot of people. I didn't learn their names really until I was so shelving the pops for them. Wow. See, I, I liked all of them. No, I liked the characters But no, but a like, lot. by the end, I knew their names. Yeah. By the end of the movie. See, I did And didn't. Force Awakens had half of that to deliver. Yeah. And to me, I'm nowhere, I was nowhere near as attached okay. to Kylo, or to Finn, or to Poe, as I was half the team in this one. And they all die. And they all fucking die. Spoilers. Spoiler, they all fucking they all die. die. It's been long enough, but spoilers yeah. are fine. Also, it's a prequel. <laughs> Yeah, you knew. You knew they were all going to die. Even though, in the rule of movies, where if you don't see them die, like someone's stabbing them, they are they can always come back by some weird-ass ex-machina crap. Yeah. And Jin and Cassian, they don't show them die. Yeah. And in my book, that'll always it's be... It's kind of hard to And by the way, Jin's contract was left open for a second thing. 
So I, mean, I would love to see more of her. But anyways, this is not an episode about <laughs> Star Wars. So, hey, Matt, what is this an episode about? Well, here's the thing. I never got to my point. My point was, <laughs> my point was I was pissed at the fucking, uh, the clips. Because we went to watch it, and then we watched the first three episodes of Defenders. Uh-huh. We went to do that, and we were like, oh, we don't want to go anywhere, so we want to order in. It just so happened that the damn thing, like, went over the sun, like, during the time that we're hungry. And evidently, every Chinese place within, like, three miles of here went out to go watch the thing and stopped answering their phones. We I mean, were hungry. Yeah. I mean, like I said, <laughs> everyone at my place went outside. Well, it's just... Okay. Even the Chinese restaurant across the street, they I saw them outside. It's just... Even the O'Charlies <sighs> next door, they went outside. People at the Toys R Us went outside. I... Uh, it, okay. I get why... It's so like, did you watch it? I mean, no. We watched. I was watching Defender, and we saw it like out the blinds. We saw it like it, like crazy night, mm-hmm. and we were like, "Oh, that's cool." We glimpsed outside, and then we went back to watch our fucking show. I don't get why everyone's so fucking caught because, up with this thing. Because, because unless you travel, unless you travel, this is probably the only time you're gonna see that. But people came in to Tennessee for this. Yeah. Beca- why so, the fuck would you come into Tennessee for this? Because it could be. You were once in a lifetime. <laughs> it blocks the sun. It was cool looking. It blocks the it fucking sun cool for looking. a minute. It was cool looking. Some places it was over two minutes. Oh whoa! Two minutes is definitely worth traveling four hours. Okay, suddenly <laughs> it is nighttime in the middle of the day. Whoa! You know what's crazy? And I can put a blindfold over my eyes and, and achieve the same effect. by science. <laughs> whoa! I did it's not. It's cool. I. I, uh, it's, it's, oh, hey, that's cool. Cool. It is not, let me drive fucking hours no, away to another cool. state. It's not, it's not that cool. And it's pretty cool. I wanted Chinese, damn it. And no one would deliver because these people had to go look at a fucking thing. I'm glad that's not that, that cool. they got to witness it. I'm glad they got to. Yeah, I'm sure they'll remember, just like because you remember all the also, names of the Rogue One people. <laughs> I'm sure they'll remember. Because the next one isn't happening until uh, 2019 and it's going to be like um, in a completely different continent. So unless you fly there, you won't get to see it. You, you know won't even get to see it getting dark. You know what's crazy though? In 2019, I will care as much as I care right now. Bless you. <laughs> it will go on about my day. That's fine. And I won't care. I I do not pity you and not get <laughs> You shouldn't because that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I am glad that they got to see the eclipse. I, I'm glad. Hey, you want to waste your time? It's fine. I, I mean, that's. I don't, th- I don't cool. think it was waste of time. That's okay. I and, mean, and like, I mean, there's this profound moment. It's like you know, so many people are looking up right now too. Like that's so cool. Like for a little while, with all of these shit that is going on, thousands of people have like just stopped for a little while. And we're all looking at this same cool scientific thing that's going on. Okay. I people put a lot more. Also, also, did you know um, when ancient, like I said, ancient culture used to think it was a giant dragon eating the sun? That's cool. Yeah, there's a lot of cool myths about it that people thought it was happening. They also used to behead people. I mean, there's a lot of different cultures that did stuff. Hey, that wasn't that long ago. Hey, that was a a lot. 
closer to our time than people thinking it was hey, the dragon. Hey, if I'm not saying... Also, I mean, come on. I loved seeing all the Little Shop of Horror references. That was, that was great, guys. I love Little Shop of Horrors <laughs> so much. Speaking of, if you do love Little Shop of Horrors, uh, uh, Ariana Grande and Seth MacFarlane have their carpool karaoke and they sing uh, one of the songs from there. Seth MacFarlane? Yeah, you know he can sing? He's got a nice little No, I know, I know, but I didn't realize he uh, did a... Th- it was a very odd pairing. It was a very yeah. odd pairing. because uh, I'm guessing uh, it was Seymour. James Corden. Uh, yeah, his, yeah, but it's the Apple Music one where they do, like, he's not in it. They pair oh. two together and they huh. sing, but it's the same concept. Yeah. But they sing uh, Suddenly Seymour. And, oh. so, and there's actually oh. the plant in the back seat. Oh. They actually, like... Put him in. It's kind of nice. cool. Kinda I uh, cool. admit, like, I've also seen the original movie with Jack Nicholson. It's a freaky, scary movie. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a little... We were actually talking about that out there. We need to rewatch it. It's yeah, been um, so long. I, I have it on... my. Well, I guess technically my mom has it on DVD. And then the musical have it on VHS. <laughs> you haven't sold it yet? <laughs> well, it was... So not only is it on VHS, but it's recorded by one of our friends. Oh, nice. Yeah. Those so are like, cool to keep. Because ha- I think this is one of those that even has like commercials and stuff. But anyways, what is our episode about that? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, uh, episode is about eclipses. Um, that's actually not what the episode is about. But by the way, the title of this episode is going to be eclipses, bananas. <laughs> and, oh, and that other game shit that we we're going to talk about. Uh, no. Uh, so and, the- I'm sorry, eclipses, bananas, and the other game shit. <laughs> Uh, so the evolution of combat mechanics, uh, if you listen to last week's episode, you know that we kind of, we kind of got on a tangent shock of all shocks, uh, about like, uh, you know, uh, mechanics in games where, uh, they're trying to be realistic, Mm -hmm. uh, some go the complete other way and, you know, everyone has their own preference, Uh, but we kind of got to talking about that and how that's evolved over time and things like that. So we thought we'd dive into a little bit deeper here. Um. So why don't you lead us through the beginning, because you found some kind of nifty facts. Yeah, so just researching... uh, Context. Yeah, just for context. uh, One of the... Well, the first two, like, games, digital games, let's use that kind of broad term, because you could get super specific in, like, if it's on a TV, and technically LCD TVs don't count as video games, but video game is now just a catch-all term. But those people are are turds. Uh, But anyways, so the first... Digital games were checkers and tic-tac-toe, which is, like, interesting because, what like, they both employ strategy, and there's, like, no weapons at all other than, like, like, you know. Checkers make sense because, like, I mean, what comes standard now with every operating system? Solitaire. So, I mean, those kinds of games. A lot of them, I mean, I've even had some that come with checkers. Yeah, with checkers and, and, uh, what's the other one? Minesweeper? Yeah, Minesweeper. Yeah. I love Minesweeper. Um, so those were so that was actually the first so those were the first computer games which we yeah. have to be specific because the first video game the first video game is called Space War and that's one word with an exclamation point so Space War gotta which, like put that <laughs> emphasis on it now you might be doing what I did and go hold 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 up the first game was supposedly Pong and that is true in a in a sense but. If that's actually but the that's first... That's where you kind of get into semantics, yeah. where it's first console game. So they consider Pong the first console game, but Space War is actually the first video game. Yeah. So I did not know that. So, um, 
Space War was also like so the first two games no weapons whatever Space War does which you you kind of would assume since it has war in the name well, that's true so it was created uh, developed and published by Steve Russell in 1962, so that's actually the year my dad was born. Wow, it's your dad was born on the year. Is that the year or the day? Year. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the year he was actually yeah. born on the debut of console games. That, that's that's kind of insane. Damn it, that's hard. Um, so... But Space War was actually pretty uh, so complex it's, for a time, right? Yeah, so one, it's based off of a story, um, a book... Hold on. Back when they needed story for games, because that fad went away. Um, but so, <laughs> it is a game that features two spaceships, the Needle and the Wedge, engaged in a dogfight while maneuvering within a gravity well. Uh, both ships are controlled by the humans playing the game. So, actual people, like, you know, no NPCs. Oh, very war games um, And, uh... Each ship has a limited amount of fuel and a limited number of torpedoes. And it also followed, like, Newtonian physics, so it, once it went in motion, it would stay in motion until the player actually told it to go the opposite way. So that could be a way to, like, conserve your fuel. Oh, wow. Um, and then... Surprising that there was that much yeah, depth, to be like, honest. Yeah, it's like, when I was looking so at early. it, I was like, wow, that's a lot of stuff. For the first For like, such an early game. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot. I was okay, th- I was surprised because when I my first thought is Pong. Yeah. You don't really have like <laughs> there's not much strategy other than trying to like not miss the ball. I was gonna say that game become it's supposed to be I feel like that game's supposed to be more like tennis where you're trying to yeah. get the ball past the other person, but it ends up becoming, I just don't want the ball. I don't want to miss it. Yeah, I don't want to be the one. You don't aim. Like, it doesn't It doesn't become yeah. aiming. You, you're never on the offensive. You're on the defensive. Yeah, role. it's like, no, I think they've made, there's been a couple iterations where one actually had, like, the d- different walls. You could kind of bounce it around yeah. and stuff. So that kind of influenced Bong a little bit. two, otherwise known as tennis. <laughs> that employs a little bit of their stuff, but so you know, it's like I would have pretty like I didn't think the first game would have had would have been that, that yeah yeah in depth. So more cool. more realistic, you know, even though it's space war, it's still but it had limited ammo and limited yeah, fuel, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that's actually for for being that far back for being one of the originals. That's yeah, not bad. and there are games now that don't do that. Yeah. But that's not necessarily a bad thing, which no, is kind of why it's, we started this conversation yeah, in the first place. Um, so, I think... So, we mentioned everyone has preferences. I think part of the preferences may be because some of the first games you play. Maybe not, but maybe. What is some of the first games you played, Matt? Well, I was going to say, like, looking at our list, we like we come at it from very, like, very <laughs> different... Not, a, like... Like adversarial, like against each other. Yeah. More like both of us come at it from a very weird place because yeah. we we both like if you look at all our games, none of these games really deal with like like none of them guns. Are, yeah, none of them are really realistic no. or like war stuff. Yeah, because like, like probably the club. Like okay, so one of yours is Team and T, and yeah, one of mine is arcade game. Jack and Daxter. Which are as close as we get. Yeah, that, that's as close. Um, I mean, I also played a few different arcade games. I mean, Galaga and pa- uh, Mrs. Pac-Man. I love Mrs. Pac-Man. Was, Mrs. Like, Pac-Man was better than Pac-Man. Yeah. Um, 
There was no, a diner that had a Mrs. Pac-Man machine, and my granny would take us there. And... You remember when that was like a thing? <sighs> like my, yeah. like my God, this is gonna sound so old fogeyish, but like uh, I remember going to around a corner to a gas station, and they had Centipede, oh, and nice. it was like a Seven Eleven gas station that yeah. had an arcade unit there, and we just play all the time. Now that's unheard. Like you go to, you know. Yeah, you go to like an actual place that stays that you don't find them just random places. Yeah. Except for so there's this one Irish bar in Chattanooga called the Honest Pint. I love it. I went there on my twenty first birthday. Shout out. Shout out to the Honest Pint if you're in <laughs> Chattown. Uh but they actually have like an old Galaga machine. Oh that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. it's really cool. Uh, but like that doesn't happen that yeah, often. Happen and also you hardly see the, you know, retro games no. anymore. Uh, now you go to places like Chuck E. Cheese's or Dave & Buster's. Yeah, for those things. And even yeah. then, though, they don't have, like, the old arcade No, they unit. don't. They're like, new they stuff. Get, they get, their old section is, like, uh, oh, God, what's the name of that racing game that was, like, in the 90s? Okay, now, one that I was super excited to, like, I, I played at the local movie theater. They had this, and then they also had it at the Pizza Hut. And then we got it on our PlayStation. Hydro Thunder. Oh, Hydro Thunder is still fun. That game is still fun. Oh, man. Brian has it for his Xbox. And it was so fun playing that. It was like, ah, the memories. That game is still fun. They made another, they made a racing game. And I am blanking on this name. But it was like a full legit like yeah. car racing game. But so again, those don't have ammo. Like the closest you have is your boosts. But you don't like... You well, know. and like some of the other games on our list, right? Like you have. Um, so one of mine is Roller Coaster Tycoon. <laughs> no weapons at all. No weapons at all. Though you can use the mascots to fuck with people. Or you could do like <laughs> what we did and you make. So we used to mess with each other. You can name the guests. And so we would name them like our friends' names because a lot of times we would play it like with our friends around yeah. us and stuff. So it's like, okay, this one's Joseph. This one's, you know, Dayton. You know, oh, hey, this is Caleb. And then you can do different things to them to mess with them. So one, you make a path, then you delete the path behind them, then they're all in square. And then they're like, wow. then they'll be walking there like, and it'll pop up messages, you know, Caleb is thirsty, Caleb is <laughs> tired, Caleb is hot, when, you know, it's like Caleb needs a place to sit. And you could also drown them by like doing that and then like making water underneath them. And it would seem like, you know, them like, oh my you, go, God. you know, waving their hands at trying to get out of the water and then they would just disappear because they died. So you turned um, so or, you turned Roller Coaster Tycoon <laughs> into a fucked up murder simulator. Or, or you could also make a custom roller coaster and you could do two things. One, you could just like leave a break in it and it'd crash and they would all die. Or you make it with uh, <laughs> such, um, you would make like, kind of like space shot of like okay. shooting it up and it would just fly off the track so you would see it flying <laughs> in the air before it crashed. God. Then... Okay, I've played a healthy amount of Roller Coaster Tycoon. I never did any of these things. I have played so wow. many hours and Damn. hours and That's hours cold. of Roller Coaster Tycoon. That is cold. And it's like so funny because like so-and-so is hungry. Huh? I'm sorry. Wow, you starved them. You starved these poor people that just went to the day park. <laughs> it's all they wanted friends. to do. God bless. Uh, but I mean, I also did a lot of. I mean, I tried to beat the campaign modes and stuff like that. And, but that you know, wasn't as fun, and you know it. Well, that was when, <laughs> that's what I did by myself. It was no fun killing them if I was by myself. It was only fun if they were being like, "God, oh, what'd you do fun. to me?" That's you know. Awesome. So and that's my hilarious. okay, so my other game 
is the Harry Potter video games and just want to be clear, I played it on the PC. I played the first four on PC. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, but, like, again, that also doesn't have, like, limited ammo. I mean, you're literally no, you're a wizard. Magic. Yeah, you're a wizard. Yeah, and you just have to be in front of the right symbol, and then you cast a spell. That's cool. Well, I mean, look, I, I'm not much better. I mean, I dug Sonic, which the only combat in there is running through someone. <laughs> uh, or jumping on top of their head. Mm-hmm. Uh... Home Alone was my first console game because I bought, like, I got a Genesis for Christmas and the first game that I got for that system was Home Alone. Yeah, I, I had played other stuff before. Like, I had played... Uh, like, I played other stuff at, like, Friends. Friends houses, yeah. yeah. Like, Friends houses not my own. or in the arcade, but, like... But Home Alone was... Okay, surprisingly, Home Alone was pretty fun because you so, had to set traps in the okay, house. I was like, so your traps could, are kind of like weapons. Yeah. So no, you would do like the damage. ornaments, the crushed toys, the all oh, that stuff, and yeah. then they would try and come so, in the house. So did they have like health bars or anything? Like, oh, how God. did that work? I don't, I don't remember. I remember huh. there's a prolonged sequence. Like you have to travel between houses, mm-hmm. and you you're on your sled. Like the sled he gets in the first yeah. one. So like you're on your sled, and you have to go like pick up like things to use as traps. Yeah. So technically, you had an inventory. Yeah. And you would have to, like, plant them, like, underneath the windowsill or plant them above the door huh. or do all this stuff. It was actually very... There's a there's a game that's current. Uh, it's called... I think it's called the Nightmare series. I'm mm-hmm. blanking on exactly... Yeah, but it's the one where you set crazy, brutal, gory traps <laughs> for people trying to invade your castle. Tecmo makes it. But, like, technically this was kind of like a precursor to that because you did do that. It just wasn't near as gory. Or yeah. if it was, you couldn't see because it was Genesis... And yeah, it was like crazy only, only big graphics. Yeah, only so much they did with graphics back then. Um, so and no guns. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. let's go ahead and ask: wh- between realistic and more kind of fantastical types of gameplay, what do you prefer, or do you like more of a mix? I. <sighs> okay, so we also kind of broke it down to some of the things that you think of yeah. the most when you think of those different types of mechanics. So, like with realistic. Limited ammo. Sometimes you have crafting, weapon durability, um, health limitations, and like inventory limits. Yeah, fantastical would be you know uh, unlimited ammo, unlimited carrying of weapons. You know, uh, Devil May Cryish, where you can have like swear you feel like nine weapons and you don't ever slow down. Yeah. Uh, also, it's no... like you can bang them against the rock however many times, yeah, and it never breaks. It never breaks. Uh, no, you know, uh, no durability issues, so they're not going to break. You get that one weapon, you're going to have that for mm-hmm. the whole game. Power-ups to, uh, either boost your health or give you high jumping or do whatever yeah. they're going to do. Or... Recharging health, um, Halo, you know, yeah. shield regeneration, uh, and infinite inventory. So, you know, uh... Carry all the things! Yeah. Or either, like, buy stuff to just expand your inventory and yeah. it's like, I don't actually have more pockets, but I can <sighs> hold all the things. Here's the thing. For me, anyway. Mm-hmm. I tend to, I tend to be more realistic. I like realistic ga- mm-hmm. games that at least try to implement some sort of real, uh, some sort of realism. Mm-hmm. Except for weapon durability. Okay, I um, I don't like that one. I so this kind of leads to our like last little topic. What have been we've been playing recently? Yeah. So me. Breath of the Wild. Um, I actually 
restarted recently, but I've actually already surpassed where I was. Oh, nice. So it's not bad. Uh, got another switch, so now I don't God, you guys share. have two switches? Four yeah. bolos. Uh, <laughs> so anyways, um, got the money. But Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild yeah. employs a lot of realistic type things. Example, weapon durability. Also, limited ammo. Also, your health goes away unless you drink a potion or eat food or, you know, like, rest. So, like, you can get more health, but you can easily die. Um, And, like, it doesn't just recharge over time. You have to do something to make it go up. And, yeah, you have uh, limited inventory. It's like you can expand the limits. Yeah. So that's a little more on the fantastical side. But it's like it takes a decent bit to expand how much you can carry and stuff. But you prefer it. Like, you pref- do you prefer that so, method? There's parts of it I like and parts of it I okay. don't. I, I agree with you. I hate weapon durability. Because, like, oh, I got this sweet-ass sword. Now it's gone. Now, okay, question. Because I don't know how this works in Zelda. Uh-huh. Can you repair them? Or upgrade or anything um, to keep that weapon from going away? Weapons, mm, there's a really complicated way you can kind of restore the durability. Okay. But it's not super easy. Like, okay. And you have to be like in specific areas with oh, this okay. one creature. Uh, um, okay. It like basically eats your sword and spits it out. And when it does, it's better. But, um, and you can't, <laughs> <laughs> and you can't give it boosts. Okay. Um, some come with boosts. Okay. Some would c- come with, like, a better durability, but, you know, it's still going to die eventually. Yeah. So, um, that's a little frustrating, because it's like, or, it's not exactly limited ammo on this part, but, like, you can get these little wands that, like, can shoot little electricity balls and stuff. Those also have a durability, uh, so it's like, oh, I used it like three times and now it's dead. See that? See that? To me, that is not. So you're always like yeah. looking for more weapons. Like, luckily they're everywhere, but you may just get crappy, rusty swords for a while. Um, my, one of the things that helps me is I have amiibos. Oh. Okay. Different amiibos give you different things. So sometimes I can get some nice weapons out of those, but then I'm like, well, I don't want to use you. I just these lame enemies because then you're gonna be yeah. dead by the time I get to the cool one but oh look I'm out of inventory space so I'm forced uh, to use you okay. um no actually I prefer like just I like unlimited ammo and I like you know my weapons can withstand being thrown in a volcano you know yeah um I I partly because when I play video games I play just to have fun yeah. Uh, and to enjoy the story. Play yeah. to have fun and to enjoy the story. Anything that gets, like, I'm okay with you having to reclaim. So, like, I've played two different games over the last year mm-hmm. that have tackled these in different ways. The one that gets it closest to right is Witcher. It's Witcher mm-hmm. 3. Yeah. So, Witcher Which 3 also has durability. Which is just a good game. Yeah. It also has durability. However, you can... As long as you have, which are available at almost every vendor, 
You can buy repair kits and repair yeah, your weapons. Yeah, see, I, I don't mind it if I can repair them. Yeah, and you can do it on the fly. And like, I don't have to be somewhere. easily, you know. And certain towns have a little shop where you can actually refine it further and mm-hmm. add things to it. So kind of like crafting. But very, like, yeah, they're not, very like, very select, yeah. yeah. See, I also, I like crafting things. Yeah. Um, I kind of wish... I actually wish Breath of the Wild had more crafting. You can kind of do it with your food, yeah, which you is cook, fun. Right? Yeah. yeah. I kind of wish I could make my own fire arrows or yeah. my own, you know, electric arrows. It's like I'm going to take some electric, you know, yeah. jelly and I'm going to take my arrows and craft them into, you know. Yeah. That frustrates me a little because I'm like, I can do these other things. Why can't I do that? I can even make elixirs. Why can't I make my own yeah. fire arrows? Yeah, and uh, Fortnite, which I've been playing a lot of, um, does it's all crafting. Mm-hmm. Like it's like it's to the point where, but they also have durability, and yeah. it is frustrating as fuck to be in the middle of a map, like in the middle of a fight, and go, and it, it'll just tell you, like if you use it all, mm-hmm. it goes, oh, your weapon's broken, it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> if there's a wave of enemies coming at me, I do not have time. Now you can have three weapons equipped. Yeah. But like, there's if you go from on the a, game, you had to like, sw- you know. But if I go from a automatic pistol. Yeah. To a sniper rifle, and they're right in front of me. That's not gonna help I'm, you. I'm, I'm running yeah. backwards, and the inventory is not well laid out at all. So, like, I have to hit the menu. The menu's just obtuse. I, I do have to say, um, <laughs> so with crazy. Breath of the Wild's weapon durability, like, they, I wish you could, you know, kind of do certain stuff to it, but it's not too bad. It's easy to access other weapons. Yeah. Like, super easy, and it does, like, pause your game while you're doing that, so... It does not. Yeah, it's like, I've played games where it doesn't, and it's like, those seconds are precious, so I love that Breath of the Wild does pause If it did that, it. it would make the game um, infinitely easier to manage. Also, like, it's... The layout, like, in your actual screen isn't... You can organize it a little bit. Yeah. Um, it's already organized fairly well between, you know, oh, these are my shields, these are my actual, like, weapons, and these are my arrows and bows, you know. But it's super easy to switch between them. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, I I tend to prefer... Now, in Fortnite's defense, the good mm-hmm. news is if it breaks, you pick up... All the things you pick up in the world are mm-hmm. mostly schematics. And as long as you go farm the stuff, mm-hmm. you, you can, can make, make that weapon one. again. Okay. So. And you can make it better depending on if you upgrade the schematic or not. Okay. So it's not lost forever, yeah. but it is. it does suck I mean, yeah, to like lose with, it Breath in of real the Wild, time. There, you can find the same weapon several times, but there may be like only certain areas yeah. you can get this one weapon. And so like that, I mean, you can fast travel, but still that's time. It's like I want to keep up with the story, not yeah. have to take this random journey just to get arrows so it seems like we're pretty much in agreement that we kind of well not really i prefer a leaning towards realistic and so we both like a mix but you lean more towards realistic i like leaning more towards uh the fantastical we both hate durability yeah so we can agree on that because durability sucks like how you employ it can kind of make me hate it less or more Uh, but it's annoying. It's because also it's like in real life. If I'm swinging at something with a sword and it messes up, I would take it to someone who can fix fixed. it or fix it myself. Yeah. Even if it breaks in half, you can fix it to an extent. Will it be as durable? No. no. Will you probably have to fix it again? Yeah. 
But I could still fix it. Yeah, I mean, I have a hard time believing that something they create by literally banging metal yeah. for hours and hours and hours. And heating it up. <laughs> can um, be, like, cannot be fixed by yeah. doing the same thing. Like, it, yeah, it makes it's, no sense. It's frustrating. Um, um, oh, so what do you think about the, like, say, health? We didn't really talk about that much. Um, I mean, I'm, I, I do not like, and Grand Theft Auto did this, and they used to bug me too. I don't like having to, well, actually Final, no, Final <laughs> Fantasy did not do that. I like the way Final Fantasy handled it. So, I don't like where you, you are going to, if you just let the character sit there, he's going to die. Yeah. Like, by not doing anything, he could still die. I'm not a fan of that. Because, again, it's kind of like the durability thing. Yeah. I'm playing a game, there are certain factors that don't add any real yeah. value, I don't need real life stress in my games. So like that, like the getaway, like I remember having to go out and sit in a corner away from people and just let myself heal. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's fantastical, but I'm still having to like... You're still having to remove yourself from like your gameplay. I like the way Witcher did it where your health didn't automatically replenish. Mm Mm-hmm. Unless you meditated, but you would literally have to go like find the spot where you were going to go get bothered and meditate and time would actually pass in the world. So like it might be day when you meditate and it might be night when you leave. There's a setting where you can turn that off and make it to, which is what I have, and make it to where you have to eat to replenish. Mm -hmm. But you don't just lose health by standing around. Someone has to hit you. You have to actually get in combat before you'll lose health yeah. but it stays that way until you fix it mm-hmm. uh, so uh being someone who games a lot yeah because uh, you game more than i do um and also someone who's been in the gaming world longer than me because uh, i really didn't get into it until my eighth grade yeah um about when did you start playing video games um, okay, like I did play Roller Coaster Tycoon maybe around like sixth grade, but you know. I was gonna say, I mean, I probably started around the same time. Okay. Yeah, I probably started around seventh, sixth grade. Okay, so just age difference yeah. then, uh, longer. Um, so, you've seen where games have come from. Where do you think they're gonna go with all this, like? realistic versus fantastical and also because like people are employing more vr stuff what do you think is going to happen like we may listen to this five years from now and laugh at ourselves but i think i mean because i have an idea but it's a weird it's a weird industry right now because Mm -hmm. there's right now there's the perfect mix of both i Mm -hmm. there is there is fantasy stuff out there that completely goes off the realistic path and just is innovative and fun um with their systems Mm -hmm. i don't think that's going anywhere like that's Mm -hmm. always going to be there so there's always going to be games that don't adhere to realism which we need because i don't want everything to be realistic i like games that aren't yeah i just tend to end up playing more that do but Mm -hmm. i like the ones that don't because it it gives you a fresh perspective i don't i don't always i don't want everything to be the same um vr will continue to expand i feel like that's a like, I feel like people want VR to be the next step. Yeah. I don't see it that way. It's going to be, an again, another thing that mm-hmm. people do. But it will not, to me, it will not take over the industry for a long time. Like, it's mm-hmm. still got a long way to go before I will sit and play Witcher it, it's in not, VR. Because we've discussed a little bit before. Yeah. It's not super accessible yet. 
that is one of the things because you also yeah. had to have the space. Yeah, they have the space. You gotta have the rig. Mm-hmm. You gotta have the. I mean, it's it's so a it, like, commitment. It, yeah. So not only space, but money. Yeah. So. But just the games uh, themselves, like I like right now, you can't go play the uh, something akin to The Witcher mm-hmm. or Breath of the Wild in yeah. VR. Like it's yeah. not even close. <laughs> like the real, like the world, like oh wow, this is amazing. That mm-hmm. that awe is there sometimes. But once you come, bring it down to, oh, I want to do like, like once you actually break break it down to its core elements, mm-hmm. it's not it's not there yet. Yeah. And it's gonna be a long time before it's oh, there. Oh, which leads me to a quick kind of aside question: What's your favorite perspective? Oh, third. Mine too. Yeah. I um. So my idea is that I think it's gonna kind of like I think the gap between the two are gonna spread more. Because partly because VR people want these like more than real life but like possible yes you know say we travel to you know time travel to like a thousand years in the future and you know that's the vr experience i want or like the ones where you can fly and stuff it's still very realistic in like the interpretation of the world just like there's a tweak so i think we're gonna have like this divide of kind of hyper realistic where like they make things that where you can even feel like pain because they're already working on that. God, that sounds And uh, ones <laughs> where it's like super fantasy, um, you know. Yeah. It could be super sci-fi fantasy, but But like, still, yeah. But yeah. still those fantasy. I, I think there's going to be, because like right now you can find like stuff throughout the whole spectrum. Mm-hmm. I, I think you'll still be able to do that, but, like, not as easily. They're going like, to hone in on Yeah, one. I think the ones in the middle ground are going to be, like, a little fewer. But I think that's a good idea for yeah. them. Yeah. Like, I think embrace what makes your platform different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. So I, that's, I think that's, that's what good. I think. Yeah. That's my opinion on it. And um, for me, like, I, I would, even though I'm not a huge fan of first person right now, I think if it was done well in VR, and we know your opinions of VR and stuff, but, like, I think I would love to be able to, like, have a good VR experience where I'm, like, flying or doing magic and stuff. I mean, I don't dislike first person. Yeah. Like, I'll still play a first person game. Yeah, I do, I just too. prefer I prefer third. third. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's one thing I do like about It's weird that also, it should I be like, the other way around. I like being able to also, like, control my camera angles. Yes. I love controlling my camera. I just feel more immersed. And it's weird. It shouldn't be that yeah. way. You should feel more immersed in a first person thing, and to, I get why me, people do. To me, I feel like it's more like I'm reading a book. Yeah. I'm, you know, it doesn't have to be me in this story. I don't yeah. have to be a self-insert. Yes. That's how I feel. Yeah. It's like, That's I can, you know, I read how many books in, you know, yeah. I'm not that person. I'm okay with controlling Batman. I yeah. don't need to be Batman. Well, I, mean, I like to see it's, Batman. It's kind of like, you know, Legend of Zelda, Link's name. He's a link between the character yeah. and the story. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's, so anyways, that's our that. opinions on, um, Different game mechanics and stuff, yeah. specifically... And we want to know what you think, too. Yeah, tell us what's your favorite. Also, again, any video games uh, or PC games, because hopefully I'll have a PC running soon, um, you know, any recommendations, shoot them our way. Absolutely. And let us know exactly like, which uh, type you prefer, whether it's uh, the realistic or the fantastical, and let mm-hmm. us know what your first games are, too. We're always interested to hear where people start. Yeah, it's so... 
weird how different people's like introduction can be. I mean, look at ours. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's pretty, pretty, yeah. says it and all also, right there. And also, you can still be friends. Oh, absolutely, you can still be friends. You can yeah. still hate VR and still love the person. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I think that's um, perfectly said. So, um, do you have any shout-outs for the week? Uh, for me, it is Go Read Shirtless Bear Fighter, which is from... <laughs> okay, that which name, is amazing. Shirtless Bear Fighter. Okay, I want to... I want to imagine it's like a bear that's like wearing park clothes, but not a shirt. You're close. Things. You're close. But I'm guessing it's a man that fights bears. It is a man that fights bears. Okay. But he is shirtless. He is shirtless. And he fights bears. Now, is he hairy? Is he a hairy yes. man? Okay. And he was raised by bears. Okay. Yes. It is all <laughs> those things. And half the time he doesn't wear pants either, which is absolutely hilarious. Does, and he, does fights... he wear undergarments? No. Nope. So just nope. in the nude. He's, he's completely out there half the in time. In the nude. Uh, also, All natural. Uh, his villains are a mix of bears and uh, also a very evil uh, toilet paper tycoon. <laughs> it's awesome. It is, um, this book see, is fantastic. I, I, there is this one toilet paper tycoon that makes me think of bears. Won't say the name, but it's like, is it, is it a play on that, or is it like sort directly of kinda. that? Sort of, kind of. No, oh, it's a play. Okay, it's a play it's on a that. Play. Okay, that's yeah. interesting. Now, are there friends? Are there bear friends? Oh yeah, no, he was raised by bears. Okay. But there's so, a sad story to like how he got. Like it's actually, it's a really good book. On top of the absurdity that okay. is the premise, and so, like when he hits bears, he says bear punch like every time. <laughs> It's awesome. Uh, so, it's awesome. Shirtless, okay. shirtless, shirtless bear, bear fighter. Oh, who does it? Image. Okay. Uh, Image does of it. course. It's uh, of course. It's awesome. It's on issue three. It just came out this week. But it is a literal, like, it's just fun. And and there's actually, like, a really good story in the middle shirtless of all this crazy crap. It's That's awesome. Fantastic. Yeah, great characters. Okay, too. so mine, you've heard me talk about it before. And if you haven't listened to The Adventure Zone yet... You definitely need to go and listen to it now. So they have finally finished up their first story. Um, the balance is what they're calling it. Um, also, the uh, last little bit of it is the uh, chapter of, like, story and song. It's kind of cool. Oh, okay. But um, the first arc is Here Be Gerblins, and if that title doesn't like get That's you awesome. in, nice it's pretty title. awesome. The next one is like Pedal to the Metal. Well, Metals to the Pedals? Pedals to the Metal? Anyways. <laughs> it, it's a, you know, it's punny with flowers and stuff. Uh, and there's like the Crystal Kingdom arc. It's like it's all so good. Now they're staying, like they're they're gonna do a new arc, yeah, right? Yeah, and they're okay. going to be doing a new story uh, okay. right after this. So since they finished this and they did this over three years, wow, it's a lot. Uh, yeah. sixty nine episodes, which um, the D, the GM likes to you know point out that yeah, that's, yeah, uh, that's, <laughs> that's the sex number. Uh, he even oh, says geez. it why like that's the sex number. Um, so anyways, go listen to it. It's super fun, and I won't lie, I totally cried at the end. Did you really? Like, I seriously, I was like in the kitchen cooking and listening to it, and I'm, I am like, I'm standing there over the stove, just 
tears streaming down my face. If someone had had a video like oh, Kevin Smith, they would have thought I was, I was like, "What is wrong with you?" I'm just listening to a podcast about brothers playing D and D with their dad, <laughs> and it's beautiful. And like they were like just. Uh, these are beautiful and just heart. Oh my god! Heart feels all the feels. We'll put a uh, link to that episode in particular in well, the show notes, and also the first one yeah. because if you haven't listened to the others, it won't have any impact on you unless you do because there's so much good build up, uh, and also good representation. It's like one of the main characters is gay. There's also a trans woman character. It is what? fantastic. Also. There's a guy who's obsessed over getting a dog, and he finally gets a dog. <laughs> Spoiler! Spoiler! I won't tell you how, God. but he finally gets a dog. Um, it's like one of the very first episodes you probably heard. Um, Travis's character, Magnus, he wants a dog. Yes, and, I remember yeah. that. And, well, he can't have a dog. I just started on episode yeah. two. So you need to finish it, God, too. Get, but, yeah, I mean. It's on the list. <laughs> it, it, it takes a lot to make me cry. I probably haven't cried that hard at something like fantasy related since like probably Les Mis when I saw that in oh, theaters. Because I, though in Les Mis, I bawled while watching that like ugly cry, like Studio Ghibli tears I mean, I streaming down I my face. You. I'm pretty sure I did too. Oh. But, yeah, go listen to them. And also, yeah, after this, they're going to be doing some short little, like, two, three episode story arcs. Each of them are going to take a turn uh, GMing because they're also going to do a few different uh, systems, oh, not nice. just D&D. And so the next one, their dad, Clint Melkroy, is going to be doing and he spent most of his life being a radio host. Oh, well, nice. It should yeah. be fun. Yeah. Um, well, if you need to find any of our stuff, of course, you can always go to the normal places. Yeah. Uh, Chasing Geek is on uh, Twitter as well as Facebook. And we'll yep. have all the links in the show notes. And also, you can always find me as Pint Size Ginger on all the social media things. And what can we find you at, Matt? Uh, Nine on Twitter. And then uh, you can find all my articles on comicbook.com. Uh, also, if you want to give our Power Rangers page a like, uh, that is my personal baby. So, yes, you can go ahead and click the like button on there. Mm -hmm. We share all kinds of memes and fun stuff. Yep. Oh, also, if you have any suggestions for future episodes, that reminds me, what are we talking about next week? Oh, very nice. Very nice segue. Uh, we are actually going to be talking about uh, how wrestling embracing is embracing geek culture and why that has made it relevant to a brand new audience. Which, by the way, that's the crazy thing. We're actually going to be talking about wrestling. Yeah. Uh, which is... That's, on a geek podcast, we're going to be talking about, about wrestling. Uh, and I just have to say, um, Matt is going to be kind of heading this episode up because I've watched wrestling all of well, once with some friends. Like, we made it a party. I had fun, but, like, I've only ever watched yeah. it once. And um, you're a big fan of it. You even have a nice little display of all your, like, WWE stuff. And um, just from what he's told me so far has made me really intrigued and, in, like, actually watching kind of wrestling on my yeah. own. And so I was like, that's, that's cool. I hope it does it for you guys, too. But you'll have to wait until next week to hear all of that stuff. So until next time. Keep chasing geek. Peace out, everybody. Have a great week. <laughs> Bye.